0: Good morning, afternoon, good evening, whatever it is that you are listening. This week we are talking about the lies we tell ourselves. So, just continuing our conversation from last week that was inspired from my dear friend Whitney about living our most authentic and truth-telling life. We're going to continue that work and talk about what are some of the things we tell ourselves when we get in our own heads and believe about ourselves how those are lies and how we just need to stop believing them and what we can do instead. So grab your favorite beverage, put in those headphones, be safe if you are traveling, walking, driving whatever it is. We're so glad that you are here. Here we go for this week's episode of Feels Like Sunshine. <music> Hey everybody! and really excited to be able to spend another week with you. Thank you for tuning in and coming back. I appreciate the time in a world where you could pick so many other things to do. The fact that you have spent 15-20 minutes of your day listening here means a ton, so thank you for that. Today we're going to continue our conversation around living our most authentic and truthful lives, and I want to come at it from the lens of the lies that we tell ourselves. So last week we spent some time talking about the power of truth telling and it was inspired by my dear amazing friend Whitney who said something in one of my leadership meetings that I was in about living and speaking her truth even if it's nonconformist and that statement felt so very brave and badass to me and Whitney does that. I can say not only does she speak that, but she lives that way. And that is just uh, an amazing thing that I think we can all aspire to be. And so I started to think about the topic when I shared how we've all told lies and how it gave you some context about growing up There's been some tricky situations where it was a lot easier to not be totally honest than it was to be truthful because I was in this very delicate situation of keeping the people around me happy and content because there was so much that was really fragile and really unstable. And in my little, you know, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 year old and, and honestly carried into adulthood mind that the only way to keep the foundation secure and to keep the ground from crumbling underneath me was to make sure that everybody was happy and good and calm. And sometimes that meant not being totally forthright or totally honest. Now, I do want to clarify that when I talk about lying and not being honest, I am definitely not talking about going out and being manipulative or vindictive or not being an honest person. So let me let me clarify a minute. I do think there is a difference and, and judge away if you disagree with me, that is fine. I do think there's a difference between not telling uh the truth to not being an honest person. And while that's a very slippery slope and a very, very, very gray area, I agree. I know a lot of very honest, true, and good people that sometimes might not always share fully honest things. And that's, again, that's gray. And I got that that's vague, but what I'm like, perfect example of this might be when your grandma knits you a sweater and it's not the most beautiful thing and you are never, ever going to wear it. But you say, Oh, thank you so much, grandma. That's just what I wanted. Well, that's not totally true, right? You're not going to say something that's going to going to hurt them. Or there's just been times where it's been better for relationships and whatnot to, to withhold back some of that, that truth telling. So it's, it's a personal, I think, experience based on your own experiences, but I do just want to be clear that when we talk about not being honest and the lies that we say to ourselves or say to others, oftentimes, especially if you are like me and it comes from the lens of trauma and work that you need to do around that, it's important to name and honor that and to figure out a way to be more honest, right? That it's not, it still isn't something that we want to do, but how do we have full honesty and full disclosure and know that there are going to be times that things might not be copacetic and they might not be chill and they might not be perfect and that is okay too and as I was thinking about that I was thinking specifically today about the lies that we tell ourselves And much of the reflection around this topic comes from a lens of some experiences that I've shared with many of you. Many of you listeners are females in leadership roles or servant leadership roles. You are parents of children. You are wives. You are busy. You are trying to navigate all of the things and to find that place in your Your journey personally and professionally. And so these are conversations that I've had with myself, very hard conversations that I've had with myself. These are conversations that I've had with other amazing women who I am inspired by and I look up to and I admire. And even some, some males that to be completely honest are talking about. So I don't know if these resonate with you, but these are lies that we just tell ourselves that we just need to call bullshit on, quite honestly, and and just say that they're not true. And the first one is that, the first lie we tell ourselves is that we're too much. So raise your hand if you've been told you are too something. Maybe you're too sensitive. You cry too easily. You are too emotional. How many times have you been told that? And for me personally, I've always Thought this about myself. I've always thought that I was way too sensitive. I was way too emotional. I was embarrassed by it. I thought it was a sign of weakness. I didn't recognize that it actually is one of our superpowers. So if you are somebody that is a highly sensitive person, or highly aware, or self-aware, or aware of others, this is a gift. Now. It's a sticky wicket because that can go uh, be flexible, flexible and ebb and flow, and you need to be aware of where you are and that on that continuum. But please know that you are not too much in that. I think it was Glennon Doyle said, "I laugh, I cry for the same reasons I laugh." Because I'm paying attention so if you are somebody who feels all of the feels give yourself permission to be okay with that and to know that that's a gift because you are paying attention and that deeply empathetic part of you and that deeply sensitive part of you is going to serve you so well in so many situations where people are going to need your kindness and your grace and your compassion so if you are telling yourself that you're too much that is not true some other things that you might have heard is you are too loud or to this or to that please just take some time to do some honest reflection with yourself and to know that what you are is okay and if you need to dial it back or dial it up that's okay too we will have like i said these ebbs and flows in the continuum during different seasons of our lives but please don't beat yourself up or try to shrink down for who you are meant to be. The world is a very, very large place and we need all of you. We need all of your beautiful parts, the beautiful and the, and the bumpy and the, the jagged edges and all of the pieces, because it does fit together beautifully. So another lie that we might tell ourselves is that we're not enough we are not enough to, we don't deserve to be loved. We don't deserve to get the job. We don't deserve to have the family that we have. We don't deserve to be treated respectfully or kindly. And maybe for you that comes from something that you've believed your whole entire life based on your own experiences or lack of experiences or trauma. When I read the book how to do the work by the holistic psychologist. And if you're not following her on Instagram or have her book, I would definitely recommend that it really, um, I'm holding my heart right now because it really was something that hit home to me on how my chronic need to people, please, and to be a fixer and to find all of the ways to try to be more go kind of goes back to that too much I was always striving and I still struggle with this I have to be very very aware because this is definitely one of my growth edges is trying to be enough I think a big reason why I push so hard professionally is because I want to prove to whoever I don't even know who the fuck I'm trying to prove it to that I'm worthy And that I'm enough and I know there's so many of you out there listening that feel the same way because I've had these exact same conversations with you and that's a lie we tell ourselves you are enough as you are you are perfect and you are exactly where you need to be right now now does that mean that you're going to have a beautiful opportunity to grow I hope so I hope so, but I hope it comes from a place of growing to celebrate and to learn and to stretch yourself and to um, just embrace who you are, but be excited about who you get to be and who, what you get to learn or just feeling comfortable with being yourself because you are enough. And this hustle mindset, and I've always been one of this hustle mindset, like hustle, 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 work hard, do more, do more, be better, like do more with less, right? And, and I see parts of that that are, are exciting and, and some might even say noble in some ways, but I'm starting to shift my mindset from this hustle, go, 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 do more, 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 compete, compete, compete to align, and to be aligned in collaboration and cohesion and community and rest all of those things to know that you are enough you are enough you deserve all of the things and you don't need to be or do one more thing to be enough (sighs) that's a hard one here's the other lie that we tell ourselves we tell ourselves that it's our job to make everyone around us happy moms I'm talking to you. <laughs> it is not your job to keep your children happy all the time. I'm going to say that again. Moms, it is not your job to keep your children happy all of the time. It is your job to help them to feel loved and safe, but you are not there to entertain, to provide constant happiness and joy and satisfaction. That's not your job. In fact, you're doing them a disservice if that's what you're doing. It is okay, I'm giving you permission, to let them sit and be bored for a little bit. And summertime's coming, so some of you are going to have your kids home more often, and, and you're going to still need time for you, Mama. So it's okay if your kids say that they're bored, or it's okay if they are doing the chores or they're helping out. In fact, it is exactly what they should be doing. It is not your job, ladies, to, to make your husband happy. Now, it is our jobs to love and to support, right, and to nourish, and we love to do things that bring joy to our families, our husbands, our kids included, but there's one person that's in charge of their happiness, and that's ourselves. I ultimately am in charge of my happiness. My husband can't, he can do things that might make me happiness, but at the end of the day, I get to decide that. And how many times have you been in a really pissy ass mood and the people around you are trying to do all of the things to make you happier and it just doesn't fricking matter because I don't know about you guys, but if I'm in like a grouchy mood and sometimes I just need to live there for a little bit and there's not much that anybody can do or say to get me out of it because I'm just a crab ass and it's not their job. It's not their job to make me happy okay so the other lie we tell ourselves is if i just do this then this will happen this kind of goes back to that happiness thing like i've lived my whole entire life like oh if i do this then that will bring me happiness or if i do this that will make so and so happy with me which will bring me happiness and friends this is an exhausting way to live you can do all of the things And at some point in time, you are going to run out of steam. You are going to run out of energy. And what tends to happen is it just builds resentment because you are busting your tail, trying to do all of the things for all of the people. And it's just, it's, it's not the way to go. First of all, we aren't in the heads of everybody else. We don't know their story, their experiences, what brings them joy, what doesn't, what's going on with that day. Like, we don't know all of the things. So, it's not our job to try to figure out if I just do this, then so and so will love me enough. If I just do this, then maybe I'll get that promotion. If I just do this, then maybe my kids will want to spend more time with me. Like, it's a, it's a trap that we suck ourselves into believing rather than just living our most authentic truth. Saying I am going to love my family, my friends, my people, and I'm going to love on them. And I hope they're happy. I hope that that brings us time to create memories of joy and beautiful experiences. But at the end of the day, we don't have that much power over other people. Like, like we are, we don't have that much control. And for control freaks like me, that's hard. Here's another one that's really, really difficult for me, and maybe you too, and I am completely on the struggle bus with this right now. So that your career defines your success or your worth as a person. Your career does not define you. Your career does not define your success. Your career does not define the type of person that you are, the type of professional that you are, the type of parent that you are, that you are. What defines who you are is how you treat people, how you love, how you lean in, how you love yourself, how you exude grace and compassion and kindness and speak up for those who don't have a voice. That's what defines you. Your career, your job does not. A friend told me one time we were both educators, both teachers in the classroom, and I If you're a teacher, you know this. When you have sick kids at home, you are completely torn because if you're not at home with your sick kids, you've got the mom guilt. And if you are not in your classroom with your students, you have the teacher guilt. And I remember one of my friends said, Jen, you need to be home with your kids. Like, I'm glad you're dedicated to your job. That's awesome. But at the end of the day, if you got hit by a bus tomorrow, they would be sad and they would mourn you, but they would ultimately replace you. And while that feels incredibly icky and very harsh and not human and not empathetic, that is the reality. So your career, please, 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 and I'm speaking to myself, do not tie your entire identity up into your career. And right now I am in the midst of finishing a uh, career as an elementary school principal in a building that has been the most amazing gift to me in so many ways. I have grown as a person. I have grown as a leader. I have stretched myself in many ways, in many, many good ways. And I have stretched myself in some not so, not so good ways and lost balance and lost some alignment of some things that needed some alignment with family. Um, Most of it had to do with leading during COVID and things are hard. Uh, A lot of it had to do with, I was doing an over an hour one-way commute that took some time away from family and friends. And, And without sharing the sob story and the details of all of that, I was recently given an opportunity to serve back in my county that I live in to supporting school leaders and principals and leadership teams and teachers and working with students in a little more of a um, different capacity at an intermediate school district, which, which sees over greater things. So I share this because this has been this transition has been occurring for several months, and I have been on um, the biggest struggle boss, With this transition, I have felt like a failure as a mom. I have felt like a failure as an elementary school principal. I have felt like a failure as a female. I have felt like a failure as a friend, as a colleague, in all of the ways. And I was giving myself a whole boatload of lies about why I wasn't good enough and why I should do this and why I should do that. And I was disappointing all of these people. And I know deep in my heart of hearts, that jumping into a different role professionally or personally is okay and that it doesn't change who i am as at the core of being a strong fierce female leader which i believe is so so important and what i found is that lie that bullshit that i was telling myself was a hundred percent ego driven and that's hard to say, right? Because it sounds incredibly selfish, but it was 100% ego-driven based on what I thought others would think of me or not think of me. I wanted to just please everyone and I was stuck in this rut of feeling responsible of the feelings of other people and feeling like I maybe disappointed other people and maybe I did. But taking on that responsibility and carrying that weight of that's not for me to carry. And that's another lie that we tell ourselves that we are responsible for the feelings of others and that we need to carry all of that. And I'm just learning one, we can't, that's impossible. You cannot possibly carry the feelings of other people. And you, once again, you're not in charge or have any control over the, how other people are going to react based on what you do. And that, that's a lie that you tell yourself that you can do that. I tended to believe that I should feel a certain way or I shouldn't feel a certain way. And those are more lies that we tell ourselves based in situations where maybe you need to do something that is purely for you, but you know that your mother-in-law and your sister are going to judge you on that. And getting wrapped up in the feelings of what others think you should or shouldn't do and carrying that. And friends, I'm telling you, that's a lie. Like you can't control what they, other people are going to think or say or believe of you. So you live your truth, you live your authentic truth, you lean into the values that are important to you and hopefully they're grounded in kindness and compassion and empathy and grace to yourself and to others. But we let go of the lies and we don't believe the lies that we tell ourselves that we should feel or act or be a certain thing based on what we think other people want us to do. That's just, it's just not true. Here's another one. This is a lie that we tell ourselves that we should be a certain weight. So this is something that another thing, gosh, I'm, I guess as I'm talking out loud, I am really on the struggle bus on a lot of things. Again, another thing that I'm struggling with lately, especially because I run a online wellness business for women specifically, and it's all around wellness and the weight piece is part of it, right? Like, like, let's just name the elephant in the room. Like, yes, we all want to be a healthy weight. We, yes, we know there's benefits health-wise, uh, socially, emotionally, physically, mentally. When you are at a healthy weight, you sleep better. You're less likely to be at risk for other diseases and things like that. So we know that that's important. However, I often see so many of us define ourselves by the number on a scale and we are so much bigger than that, especially if you're struggling. So right now I'm struggling with not being my healthiest self and part of that is my weight and I know that and it's this very, again, slippery slope that I can go down with. I should be this or I should be this and and beating myself up with this magic number that I feel like I need to achieve for whatever reason versus trying to live so that I feel my most healthy, that I'm getting good sleep, that I'm fueling my body with water and fruits and veggies, that I'm taking care of myself, that when I get out of the chair, I'm not creaking and groaning or cramped up or sore, that I've got good mobility and flexibility and I can be active and I can go for a walk with a friend and I don't feel like I'm dying, right? Like it's quality of life with a healthy lifestyle versus a number on the scale. And I know that that's so hard to do, especially if you are struggling with that. The other lie we tell ourselves is that we have to live this like Pinterest worthy life. So when Pinterest first came out, I remember I loved sharing all of the things and creating, you know, boards for like how to decorate my house and how to do birthday parties for my seven year old and, and all of these organizational tips and, and whatnot. And, Gosh, guys, that's exhausting. Like we do not need to live this Pinterest worthy life. In fact, that is highlighting the best parts of other people where we just get to see their outsides. And we talked about this before. We cannot compare our insides and everything that we know about ourselves to the presentation of what other people are sharing. So you do not have to be this Pinterest worthy mom. You do not need to have to be this Pinterest worthy wife or anything like that. The final lie that I want to just share with you is something that I think has been really, really important for me to recognize. And that is the lie that I can do it by myself. And I struggle with feeling like I need to asking for help as a sign of weakness, or somehow that it shows that I'm incompetent or not capable. And friends, we are in this together. None of us have this figured out, not freaking one of us, not one of us wakes up and is like, oh my gosh, I 1000% have everything figured out and everything that goes my way today is gonna be handled with grace and ease and I'm never gonna question my judgment or what I did. That is never ever gonna happen. We are all gonna mess up, we are all gonna need help, we all are gonna not know the answers, we all are going to struggle. So give yourself some grace And instead of telling yourself that you need to do it alone, give yourself permission to ask for help. Give yourself permission to say, I don't know. Give yourself permission to say, I'm not really sure. I'm going to have to learn that. Or, hmm, I changed my mind now. I learned something new. Give yourself permission to not have all the answers or not to know it all. And not to be the one who feels like they need to do all of the things. Now, I'm going to share this too on the flip side. I also want you to give yourself time to be alone. And what I mean by that is give yourself permission to just spend some time with just you. Do some reflecting, do some journaling, turn on some good music, go for a walk, lay on the beach, sit in your car, just give yourself some time to just be present with you. And as you're sitting there during that quiet time or the music's playing in the background or you're journaling, whatever it is that you're you're doing, give yourself time to tell yourself all of the truths in your life that you need to hear that you are amazing, that you are strong, that you are perfectly imperfect. And that's the beauty that the gifts you bring to this world need to be here, that the world is a brighter place because you are in it, that you are an amazing mom and wife and sister and friend. And yes, you make mistakes but that's okay, that you do not need to carry other people's feelings. That's not your job, nor is it possible, and that you deserve to be loved and appreciated and valued, and that you are. If nobody's told you this, we say it every single week. I say it to my kids at school. It's on my email. I want to spread it across the entire world, literally. You are so appreciated. You are so loved, and you matter, and the only way for the lies to ourselves to stop is if we stop telling them. We do not have to believe all of the bullshit that we hear. And next week, we're going to talk about the lies that the world tells us that we need to believe and how that can be slippery. But it first starts with our insides, inside our heads and inside our own hearts and what we believe and what we tell ourselves. And there's one person that's in charge of what is in our own hearts and in our own heads, and that's ourselves it starts with us. It starts with you. What you tell yourself, what you believe is true. So don't tell yourself the lies. Don't believe those lies. Tell yourself the truth and let go of perfection. Let's lean in together. Let's celebrate where we are and celebrate that growth journey together. Friends, I'm so thankful that you were able to listen this week. Next week, we will talk about Lies we hear from others and how to combat that, but just know that you are so appreciated and loved and matter. I'm so grateful for you. I hope you have a fantastic week. I hope that these words make your heart feel good, that it feels like sunshine. I'm sitting on my deck as this is being recorded right now with the sun on my face. Shout out to my third grade teacher team who actually gave me some official podcasting equipment. I'm really excited to be able to start using that. So maybe we'll take this, uh, super (laughs) non-professional podcast to be a little more high tech. So thanks for listening friends. Have a great week and we'll see you soon.